It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome to the Punters, mate. It's Friday, the 25th of August, 2023. Where is the year going? Sammy Highland, good afternoon to you. Hello, Chris. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, look, it's, uh, what is it, four months to Christmas? To the date. Well, I can't to the wait. Date. Cannot wait. It's, really? Uh, it's a good time of the year. It is a good it? time Christmas. of the year. And everyone's especially, happy. Especially when you've got... Uh, Billies. Billies and, and at, at well, yours are a bit older, but mine are, uh, well, look, mine are at the age yeah, where they're still cost more as much. Going, running <laughs> right. And uh, we've had book week this oh, week, Chris O. So, they have the uh, dress ups. Had the dress ups. Yeah. And uh, wow, we, the excitement. I think Will was up at 5.30 this morning dressing as Ronaldo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Gee, they get up and about, but it's uh, it's good. It's good isn't fun, it? isn't it's it? It's exciting. Yes, yeah, be nice to be a kid again, wouldn't it? <laughs> no responsibility. Well, you don't really know anything. It's funny, isn't it? Uh, I was driving to work thinking, uh, you know, they they just every day is they just can't wait to get to school and just run amok and go for it. And it's good, good way to be. Isn't don't it? know that I was like that. Yeah. Later years, certainly yeah, was I in no hurry to get to school. I couldn't stand school. No, me either. Hence the reason I left when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any news for the week? Has, what have you been up to other than that? Any exciting? Any uh, winners? Been a tough one. Yeah, it's, look, no, uh, nothing groundbreaking, I don't think. Uh, it's just been pretty cruisy. Uh, we've had a few days on trackside, which has uh, been good. And uh, today was, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think Brown Dog's, uh, Campbell Brown's wife, Jess, is, uh, having a baby today. So oh, that's wow. big news. That so is big news. We wish all the best to, uh, yeah, all the best the to the family. And, and, and Jess and, uh, Boston and Boston and Baker. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a new Brown in the family. Gee, how many would that be? Three, three wow, boys. Okay. Three boys. Oh God. Aren't they going to run amok in the <laughs> well, years to come? if they're anything like their father. Shit, but... And I think they probably will be. <laughs> Who was a lot like him? Normal, not quite like his father, but he wasn't too far off. <laughs> yeah, good times and good luck to all uh, concerned there in the family. Uh, Pan's Cup tomorrow, Sammy Namazu. You saw Namazu win at Townsville, very impressively uh, two weeks ago. Can he make it the double at Cairns? Yeah, well, gee, was very, very uh, exciting win there at uh, Townsville, and you would think that uh, yeah, he'll just be able to do it again. It's uh, yeah, it's a big day, a big couple of weeks uh, at Cairns. Obviously, they have uh, this meeting and then they've got the amateurs and yeah. uh, they're very well supported. Uh, I know Grubby Day's up and about. Uh, he's got uh, some nice rides there. And yeah, the Newmarket winner last week, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, did he win the new? Yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. He did. Of course he did. And uh, he had a big day. Yeah. I think he rode three, didn't he? Three on the day. Um, yeah, so he's up and about. Uh, he's riding in hot form, but... Yeah, the cup, it's it's going to be a beauty. And 10 races, fantastic to see 10 races there. They've got the running of the Lightning. Yep. 
which is also another good race. So, um, yeah, should be good. The Red Beret Hotel Cairns Cup. I'd say that'll be a popular place in Cairns over the next few days. Now, if Namazu does happen to win the cup, that'll be the second year in a row because he did win it last year. Uh, he, of course, will take off the Townsville Cairns Cup doubles. And then, all being well, he will go to the Amateurs Cup in two weeks' time. Now, the last horse that won those three, of course, was the Herovian. Wow. Recent t- in recent times. And we know what he did. He came down to the Edmund Stable and he won races in Brisbane. He was a cracking horse, was the uh, was the Herovian. So uh, we shall see what happens with Namazoo, but uh, there'll be hard press beating him tomorrow. I'm sure we will uh, see a few winners uh, over the weekend in the orange colours or at Cairns. Oh, uh, Tommy Headley. Tom Headley. Yeah. Uh, their horses, uh, yeah, he's, uh, there's not many races up north that go... Not many race meetings go by up north where uh, the head, Headley colours are not in the uh, winner's store. So best of luck to, to Tom uh, with, uh, yeah, this is basically his grand final, isn't it? Cairns Cup Day uh, and then into the amateurs. So he'll uh, have strong representation at both meetings. Uh, Macau, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about uh, racing internationally and some of these uh, jurisdictions are closing down. Singapore, of course, is the obvious one, which will close down next year. But there's been a bit of talk around this week, Sammy, about Macau. Now, I know it's a place close to your heart because you rode there for some time and you had a great time there, but it's not looking good. No, it's look, it's been on the slide for a long time, uh, Macau, and I think uh, the last I heard it was like 350 horses or 330 horses in training there to think that... uh, when I was there, which was 20 years ago or, or a bit, bit longer, um, you know, John Didham was uh, the champion jockey there year after year after year. I think Johnny did 10 years in Macau mm. and uh, he was an outstanding jockey there and, and uh, he was the one that influenced me going there for for uh, a year and a half and, yeah, we had some good luck. And, and you know, when Johnny was there and uh, when I was there with Johnny, it was there was over a 1,000 horses in the country. Chris and the, and the prize money was huge and gambling was massive and uh, it was fantastic and it's a real shame to obviously see it um, slide like it has and uh, and yeah now it's obviously in trouble and that that land would be worth so much yeah, that money that seems to be the and uh, behind you know, all of that, these decisions doesn't they, it they would be able to obviously build yeah big casinos on it and and. Uh, uh, you know, to go along with all the other big casinos. So it's, yeah, but horse racing is, um, yeah, it's it's not in a, in a good space there in Macau. And, you know, that it's just in recent months, we've seen Singapore obviously make the decision where they're closing down. If Macau closes down, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not good, is it? And, and also that, you know, it's, um, that there's a market there for, for um, certain horses that, that, find themselves in Macau, I mean, then that's gone. And yeah. you sort of think, gee, it's um, it, it's well, another hole to be filled, isn't it? Reading, um, now there's a there's an online um, site, Asian Racing Report, run by Michael Cox, who's a journal, I think was based in Australia, he did a lot of time in Hong Kong, might still be there. He writes some really good articles. But uh, reading that, he said the, there's two or three other places around that area, but Selangor seems to be the one that seems to be building. Right. I don't even know where it is, to be honest. You yep. might know more than In I Malaysia, do. Malaysia, is it? Malaysia, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So you might find a lot of the horses from Macau, the ones that are left, go to Selangor. Is, it, is that how you pronounce it? Mm. Selangor. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But it, look, you think it would be an opportunity for another jurisdiction to to really jump up and, and grab 
what's happening here in Singapore and Macau and, and really build themselves up into something. Yeah. I and mean, that sounds simple, probably not as easy as it sounds. I think, do you know overall, Chris, and I've been thinking about this for, for the last couple of months, really, just seeing how the, the whole horse racing space is going when you look around the world and, and then uh, especially here, obviously closer to home and, and then you see how Sydney have sort of charged ahead and, and New Sydney, New South Wales have charged ahead with these big races and prize money races and now Victoria's really running a, a distant second to Sydney, uh, whereas once upon a time it was, you know, I just said Melbourne was in front of Sydney, you yes. know, and... Um, uh, by a fair way, and and you know that has definitely changed, and you know so I, I think that that's it's a shame that obviously the two states can't get on, mm. and and but now uh, Melbourne is suffering after um, you know quite a few odd calls, and and then obviously what what's come out recently, I mean that doesn't help anyone. All this, um, you know that this negative talk. Um, with bizarre ideas and you're trying to get a new audience. Do you know what? It's sadly, uh, I'm somebody that has been in horse racing all my life and, and you know, I, I've grown up uh, one of six kids. We are all follow horse racing, obviously, uh, through dad and, and it's our family is horse racing. We love horse racing and do you know what? It's, I, I just think it's, uh, it's on the nose. It's on the nose, you know. People, people are dropping off everywhere, and and do you know what? For me, for somebody that is watches horse racing every day, right? Sometimes I now go, you know, who can be bothered? Like some of that plastic rubbish yeah. down in Melbourne, yeah, yeah. it is dead set poker yeah. machine racing, well, it's, you know. It's the same. I, and I can't. I, I just go, well, I have no interest in watching no. this. I have no interest in gambling on this. No. It's a different one wins every week. Exactly. Um, you know, the if you don't get the right run, you can't win. You yeah. get too far back. You get kicked back. You get this. You get that. Horses pull up rusty. Horses get beaten. Huge margins. Do you know what? It doesn't interest me. And and I and I love horse racing. So I just think, wow, you know. Well, that's that, a very that, interesting point. You Sammy. know, I, I I think it's. Do you know what? It's it's t- it is. People are not following it like they used to, you is know. It? And I and I have seen it when I was a kid growing up, horse racing. Well, you know, I I also understand that that there is you can gamble on so many different sports now, as opposed to back in the day where there was just a few and horse racing was was the number one thing. Now I think it's number ten uh, in. in in interest of people gambling on. So know? what we're or doing the, is... The, the number, I think it's number 10 in sport, in sport. On, on on a following and an interest, which it's it's sliding down the sliding down the ladder. We're diluting the product. Yep. That's oh, what, no doubt. That's what we're no, doing. There is, th- that has been happening for a long time. And, yep. and, you know, I've said it before on this show, uh, you know, the, the 1992 Cox Plate, we will never, ever see a field like that again. And that was when horse racing was exciting. There were so many good horses around, and, and but now we'll, perfect, we'll never see that. Perfect analogy, the AFL has 18 teams, okay? Let's just say we've increased the AFL to 25 teams. So you need a heap and heap of more players. The more players you have, the less quality they're going to be. Yep. So the competition starts to drop away. Yep. The same thing's happening in horse racing. Yep. Wagering and everything might be up, great, but the quality of the horses. And, and I agree with you, doing the form for some of these meetings, I think, 
I don't know what's going to win this. They're all they're all not worthy of a TAB race, basically. Here we, here we are having these meetings with uh, four and five maidens and then three benchmark 58s. And, and uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, there, was, there was a meeting at Wangaratta not so long ago that was like a benchmark 55 or, or it might have been, it was lower than that. I don't know. It was, it was rough anyway. And, uh, you know, that's, yeah, it's, I, I just think it's, uh, but, you know, that's that's the way it's gone, hasn't it? And, yeah. Uh, but it's it's not going to it's not going to to get eyes on the sport and and they're talking about this new audience and all yeah. the rest of it. Do you know what? Gimmicky ideas that that doesn't get that doesn't well, get it happening. And as I've said before, good horses and good races. That's what that's what an exciting day at the races is when you walk in and you, you're seeing good horses in good races. Well, we can continue on this path because I've got a new segment, Sammy, and you're going to love this. I know that uh, you like a new segment and you don't know anything about this one because I've just made it up myself. <laughs> so uh, I've got a little intro here we'll play as well. So let's have a little listen, listen to the intro of my new segment. There you go, Sammy. So the name of the segment is Talking Point. And I happened to be reading the Winning Post, of course, the form guide, um, last week. And there were some letters to the editor. And I thought, this would be good talking fodder. People still write letters. They do. And it was good. <laughs> and one of them was, and I'll get to that one second. The first one was, I'll just read this. I won't read the gentleman's name out. But he's talking about racing getting to the 21st century. And he's got some suggestions here. Use overhead drone cameras in conjunction with satellite tech. I like the overhead drone shots. I reckon they're great. They give you a bit of a different perception. Um, uh, a comparative class course record pace. You know we have on the screen, we have some time. And I think racing.com does have something on their screen. It tells you how they're going in front compared to the class of the race. Or whatever. Are they going quickly? Are they going slow? I love that. As a form guy, I love all that stuff at all. Um Build media towers above the judge's tower aligned with the winning post. We sound stupid not knowing who won instantly and having to wait for a judge's camera shot on a tight angle. Surely technology can give us a result quickly. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, what else? And he's just gone through a few a few issues we can move with the time. So uh, I think he's got a point. I think if racing wants to keep improving... It has to move with the times. There's a few old things we still do that we could improve on. And I love drone shots. We only see them at carnivals, um, but I think they could be used all year round. And anything on the screen that tells us how fast we're going, I'm all for. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah that that correct. I mean, I think um, uh, it's it's information that that obviously helps um, the punter and, and yeah. people doing form, and uh, so that that can can only help and. I think um, I, I, I'm a big fan of obviously, uh, you know, highlighting the, the horse and the jockey and the trainer, you know, and, and getting getting to know those people um, a bit more, you know. And I, 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 I think um, that was one really positive thing about those uh, horseback interviews after races was the fact that you would hear from the jockey. He's up and about, exciting. The emotion. So that's it. Yeah. It, it was, you know, it was bang straight. And and you know, it's as someone that that um that knows what it's like when you when you just ride a winner and you've 
had your house on it. Oh, no, sorry. But you, I'll tell you what, you, you know, like you, it's such an exciting sport. Bring that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know, when, when a jockey pulls up, he's hot and pumped and, yes, I've just given this the peach and it's got out, bang, it's got there right on the line. You know, you're counting the dollars. It's exciting, you know. And that, why why do we not why do we not see that? Why why do we we just show the horse and then next thing you have to wait ten minutes till he comes back and then the jockey says it's it's that spur of the moment stuff. Bang bang bang. You know. All and right. Well, some of the some of the best um, you know, some of the best things I, I know. Dean Yendel, I've said it before that. That interview after he won the Meyer Stakes at, at Flemington, you can uh, Google it on um, on YouTube. It's outstanding. It's outrageous what he came out with. But it's his hot. Mo- it's he, at the moment, isn't it? He's hot and yeah. pumped and yeah. he's so excited. He's yep. just ridden a Group 1 winner. It's bang. That's that's what you want. Well, here's another one then quickly. Uh, when the horses go past the post as a form analyst, I love to see – I want to see the run on past the post, right? So when they switch to the owners jumping up and down in the mounting yard and all hugging each other and shaking hands, it does annoy me. Is that another thing we could get rid of? Okay. I just, um, I've heard people say this before about they want to see the horses go past, past the line. It's as somebody that, um, that has ridden horses and some, some horses are just dropped a bit straight away. You yep. sit on them, they just drop their head, drop the bit straight away. You know, I, um, some horses keep charging around and, and you can't pull them up for half a lap. You know, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it brings to the table, but it's, it's interesting because I've heard people say that, um, I never look at them after the winning post. I mean, I just want them in front on the winning post. Yes. Don't we all? But that's an interesting one. Now, would you rather that than seeing people jumping up and down, you know, which gives you nothing except good luck to them and they've, they've, they've owned a winner and, you know, we, we all wish we I were the ones good. that owned the winner. We might be just jealous. Yeah, I think it's good for, um, <laughs> again, it's good to, to bring the excitement of what the sport, when you have a winner, yep. what, what the sport um, brings to the table and, and you get such a buzz out of it. And it's... Uh, there's no doubt whether it's at Flemington or Bandstyle or at Dunkeld. It's uh, when you get a winner, it's pretty exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Uh, now, a- April in Augusta. Yeah, that's very strike, exciting. When I back the second horse. Oh, uh, what? Well, and she'll be in in a week and a half's time, Sammy, so you can get your money back then. Now, last week at Dooman, it was a tough old day. Uh, some surprise results. A couple of the highlights. Uh, well, nothing's changed here. Double to Jimmy Orman. Double to Tony Gollan. CJ Graham. Keeps uh, going upon her merry way, riding another double. Uh, RNT, Sammy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I felt for you. And, uh, yeah, I, I I've been so loyal. What you I have me. been so loyal. And, uh, <laughs> but that last run was, but well, well done to Chris Martin. He's a good trainer, Chris. Um, obviously, this horse is far better ridden in front. Okay, which that happened last week and just kept on going. But I read the stewards report. Damien Thornton said the intention wasn't to lead, but just jumped so well he had to. Yeah. Message to the stable, and I know that you're close with the stable, just go to the front each time, surely. <laughs> I'm not smart, but that just looks obvious to me. 
Uh, Orbison made it three straight. We'd sacked him a while ago. Hambo! Uh, Hambo got the money. Yeah, he did. We've got to get him on. Yeah. We try, uh, we've tried many times, haven't and, we? And the reason we can't get him on is because he's still riding track yeah. work. He just seems to ride track work all day. Even at quarter past five in the <laughs> afternoon, he's still riding track work. He, he, he just loves it. Absolutely loves it. Failure of the day was Rainbow Connection, who everybody uh, wanted to tip and started pretty short and put in an absolute shocker. Has gone for a spell. Good riddance to Rainbow Connection for a while. I'm in no hurry to see it anytime soon. Racing action continues. Oh, before we get to that, on the show today, it's Ladies' Day, Sammy. We're going to chat to Angela Jones very shortly. And then later on in the second half of the show, we'll chat to Emily Lang, who's riding up a storm and I think is going to be the next Ange Jones. Oh, wow. She is flying. Uh, racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you, over the weekend, we're racing at Doombin. That's our main meeting. Of course, Cairns Cup, which we touched on earlier. Big day at Cairns, Cannon Park tomorrow. Kilcoy's another tab meeting. Uh, we race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone tomorrow evening. And we race at Sunshine Coast, or the Sunshine Coast, on Sunday afternoon. Some cup meetings that are non-tab. Batuta. Batuta is out not far from Birdsville, and Birdsville's next weekend. That'd be yes. a nice little week away, wouldn't it? Yes. So Batuta Cup, the Bluff Cup, uh, and the Warra Cup are all being run and won this weekend. Okay, Sam, now it's your turn uh, with the music this week. Would that be Powderfinger? That would be Powderfinger. Okay, and what would the theme be? I just saw it with them announcing, or JC potentially announcing that they'd be getting back together for the Olympics, that it'd be a good opportunity to play them and see if you wanted to, to can another Aussie no, band no, as well. No, 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 they're okay. Powderfinger. My sister's a massive Powderfinger fan. Huge. Huge. I think she must be number one fan club member, but... I don't mind them. Maybe they could turn up at the grand final if we worked anyone out for who's doing that yet. It was to, Kiss, re, like. to, oh, to replace um, Crowded, Crowded House. House, yeah. Who were very boring. Yeah. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, no, I don't know. Maybe. He's clipping the Aussies, isn't he? No, Powderfinger are fine. No overseas. Well, it's a bit late now. There's only about five weeks to go. <laughs> Six weeks. Could be anyone. Could be, uh, could be the chats. Oh, that'd get, that'd get a crowd up. It would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good all right, band. Sammy. Uh, well, that's good. We'll see what other songs you come up. Is it all Powderfinger all the way through the show? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it is. Okay. Sammy, we're going to chat to uh, Ange Jones. So always good to chat to Ange, who's uh, continuing to ride up a storm after an outstanding uh, season last season. Good afternoon to you, Angela. Hello. How Thanks are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's I'm a, good, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, I'll be trying to get you on for a little while, but I know you're very busy and you just keep riding... Winner after winner after winner. You had a successful 2022-23. You must have been wrapped in uh, how it all worked out. Yeah, I was. Um, obviously, I wanted it to be sort of look something like that, but um, probably probably exceeded what, what I had hoped for. So it was good. And then hopefully we can just roll on and into the next season and keep it going. Tell me, how much of a help, I know you've been uh, mentored by by Robbie Fradd, and we've spoken to you about this in the past, that it's good to have somebody to chat to that's actually ridden a horse, because a lot of trainers out there haven't. But how much did that really help you last season? Um, I think I think a good bit. It did probably just more, yeah, mentally, I guess, just keeping you just focused and not getting too carried away. 
you know, with one sort of one race or one one trainer, you know, one little incident that you know is actually quite small when you when you think about you know the whole week and how many other rides and yep. other things can happen. I, yeah, I think it's good. It sort of just sort of keeps you keeps you sort of in perspective, and you know, if, even if there was was one ride that was pretty bad or whatever, it, you can sort of so look, we can move on because it's been more. We can come back to that and have a look, and you know, and just look at the positives of that. And, you know, what can we learn from that, and then then just leave it in the past and let it go. And, you know, sometimes the trainers will carry on for a little bit, but we go, oh, look, we've gone through it. We've taken what we can from it, and now it's it's past it. Just tell them they haven't ridden in a race. What would you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some of them they they don't really like to hear that. No, I can imagine. <laughs> um, now there's a there's a if anyone out there hasn't seen it, there's there's a little piece that you did with um, Sky Thoroughbred Central, and I'm sure you can get it. I think on the app or something like that, where uh, you were interviewed about your childhood and 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 riding and what you want to do, and you know goes a long way back to your school days and everything. It's a really really good piece, and I remember seeing it probably about a month or two ago. I thought that's fantastic. Did you enjoy doing that? Do you like doing that sort of thing? Uh, I, I like it once we're done. I probably don't love being in front of the camera, but no. it probably it was better than I thought. And you know, you always judge yourself a little bit more. And when I was doing, it, I thought I was just saying um and ah and um, but they they did very well. They edited all the you know, garbage out of it, and they they made it sound pretty smart. And, um, so I thought, yeah, it actually turned out. Turned out quite well. It did. Um, I did get sick of here hearing it. It always seemed to be on the background. It's on the <laughs> Sky Channel. So, oh, it's not my voice again. So every time it comes on, does someone say, yeah, "Here you are again"? Make sure you don't miss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you just hear it. Like, someone mute that. So I'm not going to listen to myself. Like, I think I listened to it once all week through, and then I was like, "All right, now." Every time it comes on, I said, yeah, if you want to watch it, don't watch it in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Edge, um, you're not on your own there. I, I also don't like listening to myself. And got in the car last Saturday morning to go to take Will to footy. And, uh, well, my wife was driving, actually. and But uh, we got in the car and the three kids in the back and always got SEM track on and the Darling Download was playing so uh, <laughs> while we were going to the footy. And then Charlotte goes, my daughter, middle daughter, goes, there's dad, dad's on the radio. Uh, and Nicole yeah. goes, and Nicole goes, my wife goes, you need to blow your nose or something. You sound like you've got a blocked nose. Said, right, let's move on from that. Let's, <laughs> let's put some music on. <laughs> let's put some music on. <laughs> yeah, you know what's even worse, though? When you're on TV and you see your own head on TV, that's worse. <laughs> Unless you've got oh, yeah. a decent head, it's not a good sight. So, and you and you look at it and you think, I thought I looked better than that. Oh dear, it's terrible. But now you did a really good job on that, Ange. That was that was really well done, and I thought it was very insightful, and it gave a really good background uh, to yourself. So so well done. Now Tony Gollan. Uh, he's been a great supporter of yours. Uh, we have Tony Gollan on the show here probably every two weeks, just about. He's a regular. Um, how do you go with Tony? I mean, he can be a bit harsh at times, I, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, he can, but sometimes it's probably only fair. Um, um, but no, he's, 
it's not too bad. I think you, you work him out and you let him say what he's going to say and um, you listen and keep your mouth shut usually works best. And, yes. <laughs> um, but I think having, having Robbie help as well too because sometimes he, he just lets a little bit of steam out on, on Robbie and tell her this, tell her that. And then by the time he gets to me, sometimes he's cooled down a little bit. Does um does Cav get involved in any of that, or does he just sort of sit in the background, uh, just walking past? Uh, no, probably not. Or well, sometimes I think some someone most of the time he obviously agrees with him, and <laughs> um, but sometimes he sort of takes your side. But no, he sort of stays out of it. That's not really his no. department. He he sort of the horses is his thing. He knows everything about the horses. Yes. Now, rides uh, tomorrow at Doombin. You've got a good book of rides uh, as per usual. You start off the day with uh, the very consistent Blue Spinel going around uh, for Tony. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely little filly. I actually like her a lot. She's, um, she's turned into a really nice nice horse. She, um, early on, she looked like she was going to be quite nice. She was trialling well. And she went to the races and wasn't really doing much, but she's really hit her straps now and... Um, She's won three in a row now, and I'm not sure if she can win again tomorrow. She's up in class a little bit, and um, there's a few smart ones, but um, she she knows what she's doing now, and she tries very hard. She's quite a push-button horse. She puts herself there and goes when you are, so um, it helps. And I think I think she can be thereabouts in the finish. I don't know if she can win again, but I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if she did. Race number two, you're riding um, Mubaris uh, for Chris Wallet. Drawn a good gate. Yeah, it's drawn well. Um, good to get a ride for Chris. Um, and I don't know if it's the kick of his horses. I think he's been three others, three all together in the race. Um, but it's, yeah, it's drawn a good gate, so we should get a nice run. That's always a start. Hopefully I can have a little bit of luck for him. Uh, now, race five, you're riding a, uh, a horse that you have a good record with, and that's Briar's Kingdom. He resumes from a break. I thought it was a good race for him. The only query I had maybe was 13.50 first up, but uh, it, nothing to do with uh, what you're interested in. He's been a bit of a market drifter, which surprises me, but what are your confidence levels around him like tomorrow? Um, well, I'm always pretty confident with him. He's He's sort of pretty easy to ride. He puts himself nice and close, and he's very honest horse. Um, I think all his runs last prep, he was so consistent, probably till his last run where I think thought he'd had enough. Um, so I think, you know, he has got a bit of weight tomorrow. Um, I, I think he's, he's still going to be there, and um, there is, I guess, like your favourite, quite an unlucky horse. It always seems to run into trouble. So if, if the you know if the top chances are running into trouble, he, he's going to be there in the finish. Race number eight, you're riding Sir Rocket for Lee Friedman. Yeah, um, obviously he, he's a good on-pace horse. Um, I'm not really sure why. I don't know, Heathcote had him. I think this is his first run for Lee Friedman. Um, so I'm not really sure what went on there, but he has a pretty good fresh record. So I think he might not even be first up. I haven't quite got all but right. he puts himself up on pace and hopefully gets back to his best form. All right. Now, we might just go to Sir Rocket will pass at the... Oh, you... no, Sammy just asked you about yeah. that. What am I doing? I'm half asleep. Yeah. Hockahay in the last race. Now, Ange, 
I've got a theory with Hockahay. If uh, draws a good gate, he can settle close and he's always a chance. And that was the case two starts ago when I think Sammy Collett got him home. Uh, and he's drawn well tomorrow. So he'd be a chance. Yeah, I thought looking through him, I thought he probably could nearly be my best of the day. Um, yeah, you think, oh, well, he gets the lightweight. And like you said, he's, he's drawn to get every chance. And um, he has been unlucky in the past. So, you know, I think he, he can run very well. All righty. Now, just before we let you go, you rode a winner there at the Sunny Coast. First starter for Tony on Wednesday. Ventura from a wide gate. Looks a nice type. Yeah, yeah, she's a very nice horse. Um, little sister to Comrade Rosa, and um, she's right from the start. She showed us she's a very, very similar type. She they sort of do all the same things. Um, even when they with their little quirks at home, they seem to play around the same. Um, so I hope she sort of just grows into everything her, her sister's been. She's she's smart and she's got the right attitude. So I don't see why she can't. Um, but yeah, she's definitely very. Exciting little filly you probably want to keep an eye on. Yeah, we definitely will. She's gone in my black book. Ange, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. As I said, congratulations on a great season just gone. I'm sure this one will be even better. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Ange Jones joining us there, Sammy. Uh, just keeps writing winner after winner after winner. And if anyone hasn't seen that little piece, I know Ange doesn't want to see it again. <laughs> but I can tell you it's uh, it's well worth a look. It's a really good little um, segment. I'm pretty goes for about 20 minutes. Something like that. So have a look at that. All righty. We need to go for a break. Uh, what do you got for us this time, Sam? This is the Punters, mate, on SEM. It is the Pundits, mate. You're with Sam Highland and Chris Nelson on this Friday afternoon, the 25th of August, 2023. Now, Sam. Yes. Someone who I've been trying to get on the show for a little while, um, but she's been busy riding and riding up a storm is Emily Lang. And she certainly did that again yesterday at uh, Warwick. And I'm pleased to say that I've got her online this afternoon. Emily, good afternoon to you. Hello. How are you? Very well. And you? I'm good, thank you. You should be. You're riding in sensational form. I've been uh, watching your progress over, I reckon, the last, I don't know, time gets away from you these days, but I'd say probably around 12 months or so, and you just keep, at the provincials, you just kept riding winner after winner after winner. You must be very, very happy with the way things are going. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Um, I, I'm very lucky. I've got a really great manager, Mick Spears, who gets me on very good rides and I'm getting a lot of support from my stable Steve O'Day and Matt Hoisted so um, got a lot of good backing behind me and it's yeah it's just really good at the moment having a good run. Yeah you are having a very good run. Um, now tell me uh, Warwick now we did speak to you ages ago when you had that uh, I think it was your first or second day riding you rode five winners at Warwick correct? Yep, yep, my second day. Yeah, so you've got a real liking for that Warwick track. Now, I was watching the races yesterday, and uh, I thought I heard that you are the Warwick Cup ambassador. Is that right? Yes, yeah, I was um, for this year. Um, had to go out there and do a little photo shoot. It was a bit different for me. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was good, and um, the committee at Warwick does a really good job, and they're really lovely people, so I was happy to help out. Okay, what else? What else does that mean going forward? On uh, when's when's the Warwick Cup? 
Oh, so it was, um, it is, um, in a few weeks, I think, when they do, like, the full presentations and everything, but, um, I don't really have to do too much, it's more just be there and share their stuff and whatnot, but, yeah. Will you be riding that day? Um, hopefully, yeah, if I can, um, just depends on what other races are on with the provincials now, because I don't claim that, um the country tracks anymore no so really trying to chip away at that provincial winners this year you might um, um you might present yourself the cup yeah, imagine that presenting yourself the cup fantastic <laughs> how good would that I'll be have to try and get mitch to get me a good ride in it <laughs> yes that's his job if he does that you can do yeah. the rest and then present yourself with the cup how good would that be yeah that would be good how, yeah. how many winners have you ridden uh emily um i think i cracked the hundred last week um, yeah, um, I've got here 100, but you're probably yeah. on, on uh, you've probably gone past there now. But 14 of your last 50 overall, you've got a strike rate of nearly 20% in your career, so you're going along fantastic. 27.8 strike rate this season, Sam. That's how good, start. absolutely how flying. Good start. Now, speaking of flying, how quick is underhand? <laughs> She's a little ripper, isn't she? She is, She's, um, she just keeps getting better and better. We, um, weren't too sure about her early days, but obviously 800 metres is just her distance and I don't think they get much faster than her out of the barriers. So, um, yeah, I couldn't believe yesterday. She's sort of one that has a really good high cruising speed, but she kicked again yesterday and I think she's just starting to put it all together. She is because, uh, yeah, she was always a little bit... Uh, obviously, the longer trips aren't in her favour, but um, around the 800 metres, she, she was OK, but now she just seems to have gone another level. I mean, that win yesterday... I mean, she's won by about, I don't know what the official margin's got to be, seven lengths or something along those lines. And, and you didn't look to be really, you know, riding her along all that much. No, I um, sort of straightened up and gave her a few flaps down the shoulder and didn't really know. Or it's a bit funny sometimes. There can be people sort of coming at you late out wide. And I was like, oh, might just give her Not a this time. <laughs> yeah, just to see, get her to the finish line. And when I watched the replay, I was like, oh, poor little thing. I probably didn't need to give her any more than what she... Yeah, she couldn't have done much more for me, but I come in and looked at Max. I galloped her on Monday, and I come back in and said, oh, I don't really know. I think she might have known he had enough this prep. And then I think Matt was a bit worried about her, and I come back in, and he goes, that's it. We're never galloping her on the dirt ever again. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, tell me um, the setup now. Um, you're riding uh, – I see you're riding at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. You're riding at uh, Toowoomba tomorrow night. Uh, can you ride in town yet? Um, no, so only – just this season got my provincial license. Yep. I've just started there and then um, probably I'll do another 12 months provincials. I'll finish this season off provincials and then look to go to town next season. Yeah, look out, Sammy. Finally gets to town, bang. Good times. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, are, you look, are you looking to follow in the footsteps of – we just had Angela Jones on the show earlier. I mean, is she someone that you look up to and say I'd like to go down the same path as Angela? Oh, definitely. Angie's, um, yeah, Angie's a huge person that I sort of look up to. She's um, gone through and she's absolutely smashed her apprenticeship out. And, um, yeah, definitely. She rides really well. And until now, she's just going to get better and better even as a senior. Yeah, I reckon you'll be all important next year. And I wouldn't be surprised if you're uh, riding a bit for Tony Gollan uh, in the new season. Now, just have a look at some of these rides over the weekend because we, uh, we spoke to Angie earlier and we waffled on a bit, so we're a bit short of time. 
Um, now, you're riding Steinbrenner tomorrow night at uh, Toowoomba. He's a he's an old campaigner. He likes to get out in front, and he can be hard to run past. Have you done any form for the race, or has Mitch do all the form for you? Um, <laughs> I do a fair bit of it, but Mitch does help me a lot. Yep. Um, Steinbrenner, he's a little bit tricky to ride, but... Um, hopefully they do run him. He's also not in town, so if I'm not on him, I'll be on Mickey 8. But um, he goes good. He's pretty straightforward. He basically just got to sort of kid to him a little bit and let him do his, let him do his thing. Um, can't really wrestle with him too much, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of speed in the race, so I'll probably try and ride him similar to how I did last start. It's interesting you say that because uh, I'm a bit of a fan of Mickey 8, and I had to do some tips for Toowoomba, and I noticed there was no jockey, so I thought, well, this won't run. And now that you've just said, if Steinbrenner doesn't run, you'll ride Mickey 8. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who can win that race? Yeah, it's a really, really nice nice horse, Mickey 8. Um, rode one for Nick Beck yesterday, actually. He's yeah, going really well, and his horses are it's really lovely to ride for him. His horses are always really good. And, yeah, when Mickey 8... Um, Justin Huck's already mad at Dolby. It's a really nice win there, so mm. I'm sure he'll just keep improving as well. Mm. In the first race, you're riding Champinski for Mark Curry. Drawn the one gate, it's always a positive around Toowoomba. Yeah, definitely, and um, does race up on speed, so I'll probably just try and use that barrier and um, hopefully get the split at the top of the straight. Now, I'll go to Sunday. Um I don't know if you had a look at your rides on Sunday at the Sunshine Coast yet. I'll just ask you first, is there anything there that stands out amongst the five rides at this stage? Have you had a look? Um, not really. That's okay. You don't yeah, have to. The a fair way off. No, haven't really gone through Sunday yet, but I haven't ridden any of them yet either. All right. But well, I know I've raced against the Still Secret before. Well, my question is then, tomorrow night at Toowoomba, what do you think's your best ride? Um, I think Steinbrenner okay. is probably my best ride at this stage. And it's yeah. that sort of Mark Curry and Mark Curry's happy to put me on quite a few tomorrow night as well. Definitely helps riding for leading stables up there. Yeah, it helps riding for leading stables everywhere. And uh, you've got one, two, three, four rides for the Curry stable tomorrow evening. So I'd say another successful night coming up. Uh, Emily, thanks uh, so much for your time this afternoon. As I said, you're riding up a storm. Uh, you just keep on riding winner after winner, and I'm sure it'll keep going all through the current season. Thanks for your time again. Thanks so much. Thanks, Emily. Emily Lang joining us there, Sammy. And I'm telling you, she is definitely a jockey to watch. Yeah, well, I mean, anyone that uh, hits the ground running like she does, uh, what an amazing start to her career, and she's getting good opportunities from Steve O'Day and Matt Hoisted. And uh, as you say, uh, when she comes to town, her claim will not last long because no, uh, it won't. she's getting a really good grounding, uh, obviously punching around the bush and now getting a provincial licence. And uh, I'm sure she'll bang out the winners there. And then uh, when she's ready, come to town. And uh, that's, yeah, the three kilos is, uh, well, it's just worth so much. And when you get a good talent, up, up and coming talent, and they're pulling three kilos off their back, big weight pull. It is. Good choice, Sam. Happy with that. So is it my turn to return serve again next week? Outstanding. Yeah, we'll see what you can come up with. Is that a part, so it's a pass mark for me? Yeah, definitely. Sweet. Yeah, I'm happy to give you credit where it's due. Sam was a bit nervous uh, going into today. If you were going to be happy with it.
No, no, I was still on probation. No, I no, get to- I get told every week. <laughs> More than happy with that. Now, Sammy, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. It's time for the tipping segment on the show. Boom. What's your best for tomorrow? Okay, uh, I like race three, number six, telephone booth. Ooh, telephone booth. Bit of mossy there. I think uh, it can be uh, hard to beat at Doombin. So I'm going to go that way. And at Mooney Valley, race five, number three, Farago. I said race three, number six, didn't I? Yeah, at Doombin. And then Mooney Valley, race five, number three, Farago. If it rains in Melbourne, which it often does. (laughs) It's a given. This, you can have your house on. We'll be winning. But my only concern is if the track gets too firm. And, of course, we've seen it, Mooney Valley. And, well, it wasn't too bad the other day, was it? But that, that meeting. Are we going there. inside, outside, upside, yeah, down? Mean, just leave it alone. This is what I'm saying. Just leave the track alone. No, no, you got to water let, it all the just time. Just let it do irrigate. what Let it do what it does. You know, it's, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't have any problem with putting water on it, but. It's putting water on certain parts, you know. Well, that's like, the problem that, when you irrigate. Me, me Goody used to water the the middle and the outside and do all these things. And you know what? Just just leave it as it is. You know the problem? The wind blows a certain ah. way. So some parts of the track get it and others don't. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That's what I think. I think uh, we will just go with, uh, yeah, Farago. Gee, I reckon it's a super chance. All right. I'll go Doombin race uh, seven, number six. The player, I think, will run really well and interstate i think rose hill race five number seven smashing eagle and a bit of value around double figures race nine number four mission phoenix now gibbo uh, has tipped as cans race four number one demon award was dominant winning last start rose hill race four number five satinus and back to cans in the cup race nine he thinks damazil will win if there is a danger number three flash r might be a good little uh quinella box exactor our friend at south australian racing tips at south underscore tips He's gone race two, number three, Grint, the win. Race three, number three, Jean Valjean, each way. Race six, number five, Clarence, the win. And race seven, number 10, Alpine Flyer, the win. And race eight, number nine, Validated at big odds. So make sure you follow the man in. He tipped a big winner a couple of weeks ago. Is that it for this week? We fit in another anything else? No, that's it. Nothing else to fit in. Good times. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Hope we found you a winner or two. And we'll catch you same time, same place. Next Friday afternoon on SEN Track. Shower you with me. Do you know?